you know, surely nobody is going to call me and to have me come and do nothing on Christmas Eve. They know this is my day off and I need to rest. This is a holiday and lo and behold, I hear my phone buzzing. And so I picked, looked at him like, man, got to be something wrong. This person's calling. So I answered the phone and the person said, ah, we need you. We need you. It's an emergency. It's an emergency. We got gas coming in our house every time we turn on our stove. The stove won't light. Uh, we really need that. I have no way of cooking my Christmas dinner, blah, blah, blah. I said, oh, man. I said, okay. So well, let me eat me a bowl of oatmeal and I'll be on down there. And so I get down there and looked at the stove. The stove was shot. It won't. You got the little magnetic tick, 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 lighter to light the flames. And I thought, I said, well, I can light it. But the way the gas was pouring out of there, you know, back in the day when we had a gas stove and the pilot wasn't lit, we had some matches or a piece of paper. We lit it and we say, and that thing said, poof. <laughs> but this gas was pouring out of there and I thought, well, I ain't going to tell them that. And so I said, well, let's get online and see, can we find you once? I said, yeah, I, I, I can, you know, let's do that. And so we looked. I went Lowe's. I went Home Depot. We looked on Lowe's. And everybody had had the stove, but they couldn't deliver until after Christmas, next year, this year. And I'm thinking, man, wow, I got a stove down in the and one of them houses there, and I'm like, Lord, I don't feel like going way down there. I ain't got nobody to help me move this stove out of the house, put it on the truck. And so I said, well, have you? I said, let's try this one store, Menards. And we went. I went to the store, and I said, I found one. FaceTime, and I said, that's what you're looking for? Yeah. Oh, man, yeah, and it's the same color that, you know, the microwave. And all that, said, but we don't have no way of getting it. And I thought, I get it for you before I can even think. I said, I get it for you. You gonna get it for us? I said, yeah, I go ahead and get it. I'm thinking, Lord, I bite off more I can chew. But God made a way and it was a display. And normally they don't sell displays that they have set up with the cabinets and all of that. And so I'm thinking, well, I, See one, we see it. I got all amped up and happy. I said, let me see if they'll sell this thing first. And so I went to the young lady. I said, you work in this department? She said, yeah. I said, I'm looking to buy a stove. What you looking for? I punched it up. I said, no, they said they want to have a, they wanted a griddle in the middle. I think, well, I need a stove. And she said, well, I got to pay for a stove, get what I want. And so I said, well, we're looking to buy this one. Would you sell that one? She said, Oh, sure. And she gave a discount and all of that. And so got the stove for the people on Christmas because she thought she wasn't going to have no Christmas dinner on Christmas Eve. And I'm not saying this to, to get no glory, to get no pat on the back. I'm saying it because it was brought to my attention that some people need to hear this, not only not people here in this church, but we got to remember, I got to remember that people are listening nationwide. And they need to know that God is able to supply all your needs 
according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Even in the very time of need, like he said. And so I have to be mindful of that. It's not that I'm trying to lift me up because Lord knows I wasn't going to say a word, but some people got home and said, you need to say something. People need to hear that God is still moving and he still does move. And so I just thank the Lord for them people. And I thank God for allowing me to be in a position to be able to be a blessing and not always on the receiving end. And then, man, I tell you, prior to that, I've asked God. I said, Lord, what what can I do to to help somebody? I need, I want to help somebody. Money has just been flowing in. I mean, God has been opening up the windows of heaven. And I mean, man, he's been showering blessings down upon us. I mean, people coming over the house and here, they never gave us nothing. And my wife said, you open up your envelope? I said, no, let me go open it up since you're saying it like that. But God is real. God will supply your needs. He wants to supply your needs. But we got to make that declaration. We got to believe that he promised to do those things. That is his word. And so we got to lean and stand on God's word. And God wants to do it for you. You know, 2023 is for me, but 2023 is for you too. Declare the word of God over yourself and stand on it. Now we know that we are waiting and have been waiting for things that hasn't come to fruition yet. We have a lot of prophecies that the prophets have spoken that have not come to fruition yet. But that don't mean they're not going to come. They're going to come. It's going gonna, it's gonna to happen. It's going to happen. So I just thank the Lord for just being who he is to us, you know, especially in our times of need. <clears throat> and he is real. And that's what he is to me. You know, God is my everything. And I just want to thank him for what he did back in 2022, how he brought, not me, how he brought us out. He brought us on through 2022. Yes, it was some tough times. Yes, we suffered losses. We suffered loss with husbands, fathers, sisters, and all kind of things. But God brought us through those things. He's yet bringing us through. And he ain't through. Blessing you. He ain't through. I just thank him on this morning. We gave, I thank God. Let us bow our heads. Lord, we know that people say this is the season to give. But Lord, every season, God. Every season is the season to give when we have it. So, Lord, we thank you, Lord God, for being a blessing to us, Lord, to be able, God, to give, Lord. You said if we give, it shall be given to us, Lord God. Pressed down, shaken together, running over, God, shall men give unto your bosom. You said it in your word, God. You said with the same measure that we have met, God, shall be measured unto us again. So we thank you right now, God, for blessing us, God. Thank you, Lord God, for the jobs that you have blessed us with, God, that we have, God, monies, oh God, oh God, to bring into the storehouse. Lord, we just praise your name this morning, God. We ask that you will bless every giver, God. Bless those, God, that wanted to give but did not have to give. Bless them, Father God, that they'll be a blessing. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. And we haven't, I haven't been mentioning this. We haven't uh, been mentioning that. We are still, we haven't given past to her, her uh, 
her gift that we give every year. We haven't given that to her yet. So we still, you're still able to give. You know, just meet one of the brothers and sisters in the back, and we're still able to give. Speaking on our pastor, we want to thank God for her. Thank God for her in her absence in the body, but we know that she's here with us in the spirit. She want to be here. I mean, man, I, again, I have to take time and just thank God for her. Thank God for the leader that he put in my life. And man, I tell you the other night, last night I was just down there just giving God glory uh, for past. And I thank, thank her for the walk that she not had, that she's had. And that she's still walking that same walk. She's still preaching the same gospel. She have not uh, erred from it. She have not veered off from it. You know, years, years upon years, <clears throat> she's still holding fast to the faith. She still have that same faith that was once delivered to her when she first got saved. And I thank God for this a testimony, you know, for me and my life. And it causes me to push. It causes me to go on. You know, and I told her, I know she probably, I told her, I said, well, Pastor, I, I ain't calling you old, but, <laughs> you know, I said, but as old as you are, you make us look pitiful. You know, she still got that drive, and, and I thank God for that. You know, it's a blessing. It's a testament, you know, what God can do in somebody's life. You know, she has not given up and. And I know she's, she's pleased that we are still are going on because her labor that she labored in the Lord has not been in vain in the Lord. And God still ain't through with her. I don't believe God is finished with her. Not at all. I believe the Lord is going to use her more. Age ain't nothing but a number to God. That's all. And I've learned so much from her, and she always said, well, age ain't nothing but a number. She said, if you, if you say you old, then you old. If you say you ain't old, then you ain't going to act old. You know, we got a lot of young people saying that they old. And if they, they making that declaration over their lives, they old at 30, 40, 50. Mm-hmm. Yes, people saying they old at 30 and 40 years old. You know, then you old. And don't try to bring me down with you. I'm like, Pastor, don't try to bring me down with you. I, you might call me old man, but that's just my ways. I feel no ways tired. <laughs> you know, I've come too far from where he brought me from. And I intend to go a little bit farther, however far he, he intend to take me. Uh, <clears throat> be reading out the book of Ezekiel, chapter 37. And then this time of the this year, I believe, I still believe, as those that believe, I still believe God is raising up an army. And this army is going to do what God tell them to do. And this declaration, what I'm hearing the testimonies about, declaring and decreeing the word of God over yourself. Speaking out against things, calling things that are as if though they're not. You know, God wants to use his people, and I believe he's going to uh, 
use the remnant that he has left to bring forth his army. And so, would you stand with me in prayer? Heavenly Father, God, in the name of Jesus, Lord God, first of all, God, we want to thank you, Lord God, for our pastor, Lord God. We want to thank and praise you, Father God, even in our absence, oh God. Lord, we thank you, Lord God, for the strength that you have given her, Lord God. We thank you for the mind, God, that you've given her, Lord God. We thank you for the word, God, that she stands on, God, in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord God, for that example, oh God, that she's been, God, not only to her children, God, but to, to many of those, Father God, that are far off, oh God, those that are, that are in in the gates and those that are without the gate, God. We thank you for her, Father, in the name of Jesus. Now, God, we thank you for your son. We thank you for the blood, God. We thank you, Lord God, for your patience, Lord. We thank you, Lord God, for your help, oh God, your healing power, Lord God. We just thank you for the word, God, in the name of Jesus. And we thank you, Lord God, for bringing us through 2022, Lord. And we thank and praise you for what you're going to do, God, in 2023. We give you praise, glory, and all the honor. And I ask you, God, to lead and guide me by your spirit. Anoint me, God. Cause me to speak, Father, God, in the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Give God some praise. Give him, give him some glory. He deserve it. Hallelujah. We thank him this morning. We bless your name. Hallelujah. God is calling forth. You may be seated. God is calling forth an army. He's calling his army. He don't have to make up an army. God's got an army, but they got to be woke up. You know, some of us got to be woke up. You know, many of us have gone. We've been running with the Lord for a long time, but we see how many have really slipped away. They've fallen away. They've fallen by the wayside. But that don't mean that they still ain't God's children. That don't mean that they ain't, they ain't in God's army. Thank God that we are still here. You know, we are pressing on. I'm going to start the very first verse. And the hand of the Lord was upon me, Ezekiel said, and carried me out in the spirit of the Lord and set me down in the midst of the valley which that was full of bones. And he caused me to pass by them round about and behold, there were very many in the open valley, and lo, they were very dry. Here it is. He said, a God hand was up on him and carried him and carried him out in the spirit of the Lord and set him down in the midst of a valley, not on a mountaintop, but in the midst of a valley. And he said, and he caused him to, to uh, pass by these bones round about. I believe he's talking about that. He caused him to walk around these these bones and they were very dry. You know, Ezekiel walked around these bones often, many times. He kept on walking, kept on. He caused them to, to compass these, compass these bones several times. Why? Because I believe that he was making sure that Ezekiel knew that these bones were dead and dry and no no life in them. He wanted to make sure that there was nothing living in these dry bones. When God wants us to understand who he really is, God allows us sometimes to get in a predicament or be in a place where it seems like it's just lifeless, it's hopeless. There's there's nothing else, there's nothing humanly possible 
that can happen. Especially when you're looking at a bunch of dead bones. There's humanly speaking, ain't nothing can happen. Can't nothing happen to these bones. And so God wants to make sure that the situation sometimes that we're in is messed up. Just as Jesus, he made sure that when Lazarus died, he made sure that he stayed away not three days, but four days. And he said, I, I, I'm glad for your sake that I wasn't here when he died. He wanted to make sure that Lazarus was good and dead. You know, sometimes I believe I, I think about that passage. I, I said, Lord, you just messed around on purpose. He took his own good time getting there. God just taking his own good time getting us where we need to go. You know? And Jesus said, look, I'm glad for your sake that I wasn't there. So he messed around, I believe, you know, on purpose to let the people know who he is. God finna let us know who he really is. We know who God is, but God finna show us some things that we have not seen before. God gonna cause us to hear some stuff that we've not heard before. God finna show up and he's finna show out. So don't worry about the situation, whether it's dry, dead, lifeless, don't worry about it. God is going to cause some things to happen. And he said unto me, son of man, can these bones live? And I answered, oh, Lord, God, thou knowest. He says, since you've seen how lifeless these bones are, and how dry they are, I'm going to ask you, can they live, Ezekiel? Can these bones live again? He said, Lord, you know. Whether these bones can live again or not. You are the God of in the state of knowing everything. Uh, you have know, got people out here that think they, they know everything. You call them a know it all. Every time this particular person wants to come around, here comes Mr. Know it all. He know everything. He ain't never wrong. He got the answer to everything. And then when you catch him, in his room, his mix-up, he still denied. No, see, no, it, it's this way. They they won't admit they wrong. You just don't know everything. We don't know it all. You know, it just ain't in us to know. It's it's in us to rely on somebody that knows some that knows it all. And that's God Himself. And that's Ezekiel say, Look, I can believe that these bones can live again. You know, you give me faith. To believe that situations can change, but only you know if they can live again or not, God. He's Mr. Know-it-all. He's the Lord God of omniscience. He's the one that knows everything. David said, he knows my down settings. He knows my uprising. He knows everything. He even knows my thoughts are far off. He even knows, God even knows before the words enter your heart get to your tongue. He said he even knows the words before you even speak. God knows everything. There's nothing that God don't know. God knows that we are in need of him right now. God knows that we are in need of a blessing right now. Not just the money. We are in need of a spiritual blessing. We need to be revived again. That's what we need. And he said, <clears throat> and he said unto me, prophesy. Unto these bones and say unto them, O ye dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. 
<clears throat> Thus said the Lord God of these bones unto these bones, behold, I will cause breath to enter into you and ye shall live. It is God telling him, he says, since you know that these bones are showing up dry, this situation is so dry and dead, you know, can't no life come out of it, humanly speaking. But supernaturally speaking, all things are possible. You know, we serve a supernatural God. We live in the natural realm, but we're about to see some supernatural stuff go on. We're about to see some heavenly things go on down here in this earthly realm. And he said, <clears throat> hear the word of the Lord. When you really hear the word of the Lord, something got to happen. The word is quick and it's powerful, the Bible says. It's quick and powerful. That means the word of God is alive. We were quickened. We were dead in our trespasses and sin, but we were quickened. We became alive. It's alive. The word of God is alive and it is active. But the only thing that's missing, the word is the word. The word is, is spirit. It is life. It, it brings forth life. It's there. The word is still here with us. It's hovering. It's in us. But we got to activate the word. The word has to be activated. You know, he says, for the word of God is quick and powerful. That means the word of God is alive. It's not dead. It's alive in you. But it needs to be activated. We got to begin to start speaking over some stuff. We got to start declaring some things in our lives. Not just in our lives. We got to start declaring things over some stuff. Some people lives. That's alive. That's being quick. And that's being powerful. You know, activate the word of God. Begin to speak to speak to the situation. Speak to it. And so here it is. He said, prophesy to these bones. And he said, Thus said the Lord God unto these bones. Behold, I will cause breath to enter into you, and you shall live. My God, he's going to do some stuff. He said, I will lay sinews up on you and, and will, and will bring up on, bring up flesh upon you and will cover you with skin and put breath in you and ye shall live and you shall know that I am the Lord. So I prophesied, he said, as I was commanded. And as I prophesied, there was a noise and behold, a shaking. And the bones came together, bone to his bone. And he said, I prophesied as God has commanded me. You know, we got to start prophesying as God can, commanded us. A lot of people think that they got the, well, you got to wait on God. You can speak a word before it's time. But I believe that if I come across a word in this, in this Bible, I can speak that word at any given time I, f I need to. It's at my disposal. The word of God is at your disposal. I just choose to activate it sometimes. And so all the time I don't. But we got to learn to activate the word. If the, this word come across, don't, don't let the enemy deceive you and say, well, it ain't the time, it ain't the season. How do you know? Only God knows the times and the seasons. He knows it. All we got to do is start speaking it and start looking and waiting, expecting for this thing to come, come alive. <clears throat> Don't let the devil trick you 
out of your blessing. Don't let the devil trick you out of being a blessing to somebody else. Speak the word of God. If it's written, then it's, it can be so. It shall be so. And all we got to do is say amen. So it is. That's what amen mean, means. So it is. And so shall it be. If he's spoken, then it's going to be. If he said it, God going to make good on his word. We just got to believe what God said and start activating the word of God. Bringing some dead stuff alive. Got a bunch of dead folk that need to be quickened. <clears throat> so he said, I prophesied. <clears throat> so I prophesied as I commanded and I prop and as I could prophesy, there was a noise. <laughs> Prophesying. I don't want to get ahead of, ahead of myself. He said, there was a noise and behold shaking. A shaking and the bones came together, bone to his bone. And when I beheld, lo, the sinews and the flesh came up on them and skin covered them above. There, but there was no breath in them. Then said he unto me, prophesy to the wind, son of man, and say to the wind, thus said the Lord God, come from, come from the four winds, O breath, and breathe upon these slain that they may live. There was no breath in him, he's saying. He prophesied and skin came up on him. Sinew brought him together. Sinew uh, means you know, you know, sinew, sinew is a tendon that that holds the body together. So these bones are scattered all over the place. God said, prophesy the sinew upon them and the flesh upon them. The sinew is going to bring what God is saying. He's going to bring all of these dry things, these dry people. He's going to bring them together. It's time for us to start bringing stuff together, not start tearing apart. And God said when the flesh came up on the muscle, then they will have the strength to do things. They had all of these things after he prophesied, but he said there was no breath in them. Breath just it just uh, signifies that there was no life in these bones. They stood up on their feet, wrapped in flesh and blood, but they didn't have no life in them. They didn't have no breath. Breath means Roha. It just simply means wind, breath, and the spirit. Look, the earth was without form and void. It didn't have no life in it. It didn't have nothing in it until the spirit of God, the spirit of God started hovering over the earth. And then he began to speak. He began to speak with the spirit, the, the wind, and the breath of God. Then life became on up, up on earth. That's the same life that's going to come to the people of God when we begin to speak. We have the same life in us. We have that breath, the spirit, the wind of God in us. When we begin to speak to some things, things got to start happening. Things supposed to start happening. That is God's breath. That's his spirit. And he said, so I prophesied as I commanded, verse 10, and the breath came into them. And they, and they that lived stood up on their feet, an exceedingly great army. Then he said unto me, son of man, these bones are the whole house of Israel. Behold, they say our bones are dry and our hope is lost. We are all cut off 
from our parts. Here it is. When he began to prophesy, things began to move and take shape and come together. It's the same way when we begin to prophesy and speak over over these situations, speak over our sons and our daughters. It's time. I, I, I said, Lord, I want to see this year, Lord, some some souls be saved. Lord, we thank you, Father God, for the for the uh, financial blessing. We thank you for all the monetary things that you have done for us, Lord. We got stuff up on stuff, up on stuff, up on stuff. But Lord, it's time for us to see some souls saved. I want to see the church grow like he said it's supposed to grow. I want to see the souls coming, our sons and daughters, not still talking and walking the same old way. We got to start speaking over their lives. I don't care what they look like they're doing. I don't care what they are doing. We've got to begin to speak life to our children. Speak life to our neighbors. We got to speak life on the job. Life has left the church. We got to get the life back in it. It's in you. Christ in us, the hope of glory. But we just got to activate that word. And he said, when he began to speak, things start coming to life. Things start taking shape. Start rattling. Noise came abroad. Have you ever been talking, had a conversation with somebody, and this conversation, when you let them talk, it's just grim. And they just talk. They just talk, and it's getting deeper and deeper, deeper in the grave. I mean, nothing good. But when you get your moment and start speaking to them in their lives, you start seeing things change in their lives right before your eyes. You see their countenance change. You see them raise up on their toes. You see a smile. That's that noise God is talking about. You see a change start coming in their life. God wants a change to come into life, but the change got to come from us. It's got to come so the noise is going to come. The situation is going to change. And when you leave that person, I declare, I declare when you start speaking life, not going, some folks just go along with all of this stuff that they be, they, they in the group, muddy groups. Yeah, you right. Uh, I know it, man. You, you, you sure right. I don't know what we gonna do. You get all down in the murder grubs with them and you agreeing with what they tell them. But God said, no, that ain't for us. We, we carrying something different. We ain't carrying no bad news. We're carrying good news. We're carrying spirit. We're carrying life. We come to make your life different. We come to change the way you talking. We come to change the way that you're walking now. It's, it, it is possible. So when you lead that person, they're supposed to be a new creature. They're supposed, they're supposed to be becoming a new person. They're supposed to be becoming thinking different. Becoming living different. Talking to one of my son's uh, friends yesterday. Young boy. Alcoholic. 30. Just can't stay away from the stuff. Got him hooked. And man, I tell you, I let him talk. He just... I just leaned on the wall. He just talked me on, talked me on, and talked me on. But I said, man, let me let me tell you something, son. I said, you're right about what you're saying. It's not good for somebody to get all in your face and, and, and start yelling at you, cussing you out. He says, yeah, Mr. Deeds, because I'm a man. I said, sometimes we men got to humble ourselves under such harsh conditions. And, and it's kind of hard 
telling these young men that now. Because ain't nobody out there telling them to humble yourself when somebody else is wrong. They out there tell, man, you, you're supposed to slap them in the mouth, punch them in the face. Shoo. I say, man, look, don't you know, man, I had to swallow my pride. I had to bite my tongue many years. I say, and I stepped out in the hall. I say, for them, for my wife and my children, I had to humble myself. Because if I always want to defend myself and show them who I am, I'd be broke. Wife, kids be like, we ain't got nothing because I can't do what I'm supposed to do. I say, that's going to show them what they're supposed to do. I say, little son you got out there, he's watching you. I say, you got to humble yourself. I say, sometimes, man, God is allowing us to be in predicaments, put us in place because he sees some stuff that's in us need to be worked out. You got some stuff in you that need to come out. And he's going to let you see it so not that you're going to work on the right way, but you're going to see it and you're going to start thinking about it. Then you start working on it. Then you start agreeing with what somebody had left you with. You're right. You know, I got to get past this. I said, brother, so I remember seeing you guys playing football. You know, these look, look guys like this. I said, man, you guys were some monsters. Y'all were some beasts. I said, but you can't go to the 10th grade unless you pass the 9th grade. What are you talking about, Miss D? I said, you can't go no farther unless you get past where you at. I said, God got great things for you, son. It's stored up right now just for you. And I believe that. God got things stored up just for individuals. You can't have it. I I heard people say, well, I take their blessing. Oh, you can't. It belongs to them. When God said, I bless you, then he means I bless you. And can't nobody curse. Can't nobody take it from me. And so I said, he got things, man, just waiting for you. I said, all you got to do, I said, a wise man told me this. <laughs> if a man ways please God, he will make even his enemies to be at peace with him. I said, man, don't worry about the supervisor. Let him bark. I said, kill him with kindness. You know what, Mr. D's, somebody else just told me that. So somebody, so God is working with him. God is working. He just got to humble himself. And do what he's supposed to do. Just like we got to humble ourselves and do what we're supposed to do. Then we will see what God is saying. Right now, we just can't see it. You know, I can't see. He couldn't see what I'm talking about. That's too far-fetched for me. You know, I'm a young man. I take all of this. I said, man, just think about the people that was before us. How they humbled themselves and went through what they went through. You know, I said, if me and you was back in them days, they'd have got us out of here quick. But somebody did it for you. And somebody did it for you. He did it for us. Jesus did it for us. He didn't think about himself. You know, the song says, while he was on the cross, we were on his mind. You know, and while we are bearing our cross, somebody else is supposed to be on our mind. Not just your children, that young man, young lady that you keep coming in contact with. Bear that cross so they'll see who Jesus is. They don't need to see you. We just got through studying this morning. Paul said, I know in me that is in my flesh. Because we in this body, they going to see you. And they ain't going to see nothing that resemble God. They going to see all you and all that you supposed to be. All that you say you're supposed to be. And I got to throw this in there. Don't be so holy 
and so righteous. Well, you got this bumper stick on your bumper. <laughs> Praise God. Hunk for Jesus. And when somebody in your way, they make you mad, you get past them, you flick them off. And there that bumper is. Come on now, watch it. We got to be careful. We got to recognize that God is calling forth an army. And God wants to use you to activate, quicken that army. You know, you already been quickened. You already alive. You know, ain't you tired of just us? I'm tired of just us. I love you, Gwen. I love you, Dee Dee. I love you, T. I love y'all. But I'm looking for some more folk. I'm looking for an army. This army God is talking about. This ain't no army. The Bible said he is the Lord of the Sabaoth. He is the Lord of the host of heaven. But God is the Lord of the host of the earth too. We got, he got an army up there and he got an army down here. God fighting all the time. He's fighting up there for us and we fighting down here. He fighting through us. So we got to get with it and say, Lord, we thank you for all this stuff. But that's just what it is. Stuff. We want to see some souls saved. It ain't that we want to put revival center on the map. It ain't that he just chose this church. I believe he chose the church. He told Israel, look, I didn't choose you because you was many. I chose you because you was the least of all nations. And that's sometimes I feel, I feel like he's, he, he, he's telling us that. I chose this little bitty church. I know so many people coming here and they tell me they feel the spirit of the Lord. All kind of people. Drunk people, high people, sober people. They come here and say they feel the Lord. We know God don't live in here. You know, we just decide to put his name. Lord, your name is in this building. Your name is over us. You know, you covering us. Just your name. God, I mean, this building can't hold him. Solomon said the heavens, even the heavens can't even hold him. How much more the building that we building can hold him? Impossible. God is great. He's mighty. And he said, so I prophesied. And there was a noise abroad. And things start coming together. And so God is telling us <clears throat> to prophesy. And things are going to start coming together. I declare it. There it is, Brittany. I declare it. If we believe it, I declare that things are going to start coming together. We got folk that need to be prophesied to. This was an exceeding ornament that he saw. I remember a couple Sundays ago, those that were here, pastor said she had a dream about a bunch of trees. I remember that. She said, she, I just had a dream. Kept seeing a whole lot of trees. And so when she said that, immediately I felt like the Spirit of the Lord started speaking to me over there. And so I just started listening. I started writing stuff down. And the Lord said, you guys, you are the trees. You're the trees. And trees, it means, it, it represents uh, life, growth, wisdom, prosperity. God trying to tell us something. God's sick and tired of us being where we ought to. 
Don't think that you're just sick and tired. God said, I'm tired of y'all sitting in the same spot. He told him, see, look, you have compassed this mountain roundabout long enough. Don't you feel like you've been going through the same stuff long enough? God said, you done, you done went around this mountain long, too many times now. Now it's time for y'all to go northward. And everybody that know what north is, is up. It's time for us to rise up and come on up out of these places where we're in. It's time for us to get to the place where God told us to be. It's time for us to be a, a trees, what he said we are. And the trees, and he spoke to me, took me over in Ezekiel, I mean, uh, Isaiah 63. Let's go to, I mean, 61, Isaiah 61. Isaiah 61. So when Pastor began, then she started talking about this blessed man. She started preaching about Psalms 1. Blessed is the man who will not walk in the way of the ungodly, nor sit in the seat of the scorn. But, but, in his, but his delight is the law of the Lord, and in his light, and in his law do he meditate day and night. And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers. And she made a point. She said, it didn't say river. Rivers. The trees should be planted by rivers. We know God planted trees in the garden by four rivers. Many rivers. Why so many rivers? I say, Lord, why so many rivers? He said, because there's an army. What she saw was a bunch of trees. And they need to drink to live. They got to have something to to live off of. Just can't be planting all these trees and not be able to feed them. And so Isaiah 1 says, the spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord had anointed me to preach good tidings unto the meek. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, opening up the prison to them that are bound, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord and the day of and the day of vengeance of our God to comfort all that mourn to appoint unto them that mourn in Zion to give unto them beauty for ashes and the joy and all of joy for mourning and the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness that they might be called the trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord. God is telling us plain as day what God is, what he planned for us to do, to speak. Why? The spirit of God is up on you so you can speak to these dry places, these dead situations. He He, he told you to proclaim the year of the Lord. He told you to uh, to appoint unto them that mourn uh, in Zion a uh, beauty for ashes, the oil of joy, the garment of uh, 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 praise for the spirit of heaven. God is telling you to get out there and exalt and quicken and and speak to some situations and bring forth life. That's what the spirit of the Lord is upon us. And that same spirit that's in us that you're going to speak about and you're going to speak to is going to bring forth life. God is trying to bring forth this dead, I mean, just been lying, this dead stuff that's been lying around us. We've been compassed, been passing, been going around with these, these dead situations for a long time. 
You know, my children been out of church for a long time. Husband and wives been out of church for a long time. Those are just dry places. Those are just dry bones with no breath in them. And how could that be, Brother Al? How can you be dead in you and living? I had that discussion this morning. You can be dead while you're alive. Yeah, you can be a zombie, a functional zombie. Like they say, you got some functional drug addicts. They can hold a job. They functional. But Jesus said, look, if you haven't received me and believed on me, then you're dead already. And you're just walking around here dry. And the Bible tells us that the enemy, he walks up and down in dry places. You know, so we just dry. We just have to bring some moisture, some moisture to it. We got to bring some life to this world. We are the light of the world. We are not supposed, we are the light of the world. A city, he says, set up on a hill that cannot, I don't care what you do. I don't care what, that cannot impossible to be hid. We are the salt of the earth. And without salt, where will the earth be salted? How can it have life without you? I'm not pumping us up, but it's Christ in us. He said, greater works shall you do. Man, I ain't seen no greater works. I know some of y'all been saved longer than me. I seen some works. But he said, greater works. Greater works shall you do. Not better than him. Just like him. What he did. Because I go prepare a place for you. I'm going to leave you, and I'm going to leave you a comforter to lead and guide you and teach you all things, but greater works shall you do. It's time to do some greater works. It's time to get busy, start speaking. You know, I'm going to speak to everything that I think is dead, everybody that I think is dead. So if I speak something to you, don't don't be offended. As they say, don't lay it to my heart. Put it on my mind. I'm going to speak when God tells me to speak. Whatever he tells me to speak. I'm going to say it and leave it at that. Now, Lord, there it is. And he said, let's go back to Ezekiel. So he said he started prophesying. To the bones. But these folk, he said, when he prophesied to the bones, he said they had no life in them. And prophesy just really means to uh, cause to bubble forth, I found out. It means to make a prediction or to say something that will happen in the future. You know, prophesying. Jesus said, that whosoever believed on him, as the scripture says, out of their bellies shall flow rivers of living water. We ain't got to be planted by the waters no more. He said when we believe that what, we, what he's telling us to do, out of our bellies, it's going to come forth a bubbling out of your belly. You're going to begin to speak things that you never spoke before. You're going to be able to, you're gonna, you, you're gonna be able to speak to situations that you thought you couldn't speak to. 
It's going to come to pass. All you got to do is prophesy. Prophesy just means it's he causing you to 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 uh, to bubble. He causing a flow to generate come out of you. He's causing that word to be activated in you. And once it's activated, you just gonna speak it out, and you're gonna start seeing stuff happen. You know, so, you know, some people, they prophesy, they get the wave in their hand, they get the stump in their feet, they get the doing, getting in the frenzy because they just can't contain themselves. Because something is finna come forth out of the bellies, he said. Out of the bellies shall flow rivers of living water. People need to live today. People are dying. We need to, we need some life and life more abundant. We need to start prophesying over each other. We need, I need life and more abundantly. I need what he said. And so out of your bellies, he said, shall flow rivers of living water. Ezekiel 11. Then said, then he said unto me, son of, son of man, these bones are the whole house of Israel. Behold, they say our bones are dry and our hope is lost. And we are cut off for our part. Therefore, prophesy and say unto them, Thus said the Lord God, Behold, my people, Oh, my people, Not my people, Oh, my people, Oh, my sons, my daughters, Oh, my people, I will open your graves and cause you to come out of your graves and bring you into the land of Israel and you shall know that I am the Lord when I have opened your graves. That's what God is trying to get us to do. God is trying to get us to open some graves. The only way we can open some, some, some graves, pry open some doors of the hearts and the mind, is begin to speak. God is going to bring stuff out of the graves. He's going he, he to bring stuff out of the waste places. God's going to raise up the dead. He's going to raise up the spiritual dead. God can raise up the natural dead. But God is telling us that we're going to open up some graves. People are lying dead right now in their graves. The saints I'm talking about. He said, he said, this is the whole house of Israel. That includes me and you. This is the whole house of Israel. But we got the, we got the prophesy, Lord, bring forth that prophet. Bring forth, Lord, that joy. God, bring forth, God, that salvation. We need salvation, Lord. Prophesy and command it to happen. And it shall be people and things going to come. People going to come out of the place that they're in. The state that they're in. It's a, it's a grave place. It's a horrible pit. David said he brought me out of the moral clay in a horrible pit. Some of God's people are in a horrible pit and we walk past them every day. Without saying, you say Jesus loves you. But if you know somebody ain't saved, they struggling. I see them every day. I say to this brother, he's a child of God. And he always texting me these long texts, patting me on my back. And I, I had to catch him. I said, listen, brother, that same God that you see in me, it's not me that you're looking at. I said, if you known me, then you probably wouldn't be saying two words to me. But it's the God that you see in me. It's the God that I'm representing. I say, that same God that's in me, he's in you. I say, but you just got to activate it. You just got to let the people know. Don't, don't get around the guys because he get, you know, get around some guys at the job and he become unsaved. You know, let me just say it. He become unsaved. 
But when he round a couple Christian brothers, he's saved. You got to be saved wherever you at. You got to be saved in the midst of the dry bones. You got to be saved in the midst of the moisture with God's folk. You just got to be who you are. If you, if God said, look, Jeremiah said, if you save me, Lord, then I'm saved. If you heal me, then I'm healed. You just got to be who you are. So when I got through talking to him, he wrote me another one. Get him out the grave. That's what God said. Get him out the grave. We still got some that's still in the grave, went back to the grave. They was walking in the light. They got tired of walking in the light. Say, I'm going back. And they walk right on back into the darkness, right on into the grave. But God still want them. He still want them. We can loose. He said, whatever we loose on earth shall be loose in heaven. Whatever we bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Shall be bound in heaven. We can loose it. He said, loose it and tell the folk, the Lord have need of you. God got need for them folk. So this is the year to declare, year of declaration, to declare, yes, it's for me. This is my season, but this is my season to get busy for God, to start doing what he say do. Speaking what God say speak. It may not fit the congregation, Lord, but speak it anyway. It don't seem like they need it, Lord. Speak it anyway. They don't look like they need it. Speak it anyway. Tell it. And that they will live and come out of their graves. God going to loosen some folk. He going to loosen them and he going to let them go. You know, that's what God is going to do. So God. It's telling us, saints of God, this is the year that God is going to bring. I ain't going to say this year because he didn't tell me that. I believe this is the beginning of this year that God is going to bring forth that army. Past the Sodom trees, prosperity, growth, life. Then I believe we're going to see some stuff that we ain't never seen before. I, 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 I'm, I'm just going to believe that we're going to see an influx. An influx of souls being saved. The time is near. It is getting close to the coming of our Lord. And if you are lying in your grave, I speak life, I send the word in the name of Jesus. The Bible said, and he sent his word. God sent his word and they were healed. He sent his word to us. He sent them in life form. He sent them to us and we were healed from our sin. God wants to heal you from your sins. I send a word to those that are listening to this. I prophesy that you're going to come out this year. You're going to have a change of heart, a change of mind in the name of Jesus. And I declare and decree it over your life that it shall be so. And I thank God for this word this morning. Put the spirit to work. Activate that word. The word is quick and powerful. It's alive and active. It's just like the the spirit of God was just hovering. He's just waiting. He's waiting for a command. He's waiting for you to say something. You know, when God said, let there be, wham. He wants you to say, let it be. 
He wants you to say it is so. He wants you to change some situations around. Let it be and it shall be. And as Ezra opened up the book and began to read to the people, as he read, they said, amen. So be it. So be it. And let it be so. I'm finished. I deliver my soul. I've done what the Lord told me to do. I've prophesied. I've spoken. That's all prophesying is. Speaking. Speaking and encouraging your brother and your sister. Letting somebody know that they can make it through. Our nephews that almost went through the trial of Job. No mother, no father. Two siblings are gone. It's just him. And I speak to him, speak life to him often. Because I know he's got to be going through some hard times right now to lose everybody. And he said, I feel like I'm just by myself. He's got two kids. That's why I say he almost had the trial of Job. And those two kids, they ain't doing the best, let me say that. But every time I speak to him, I speak to him and say, man, don't you give up on them. See, y'all raised them up in church. They used to carry the word, bring the word, look, be the guys. I said, they going to come back. That's what the Bible said. Dry your eyes, Rachel. Stop your crying. Your children going to return. They coming back. Our children are going to come back because God said it. It's going to happen. Husbands, gonna, they going to come back. Why? They going to come back. Yes, they ain't in the army right now, but they part of the army. They started off in the army. Some of them went eight wall. <laughs> but God ain't like Uncle said. He ain't going to throw you in jail. His arm's going to be like this. I'm waiting for you to come back. I'm married to the backslider. You belong to me. You are my beloved. And I love you. He paid the price for them. Not you. Mama, you born nine months. But he's bearing them for a lifetime. He's carrying them for a lifetime. So let's be encouraged this year. Speak that word. I want to hear somebody come back one of these Sundays. I prophesied or I said to so-and-so, so-and-so, I'm looking for it. I'm looking for it. It's going to be so. God bless you this morning. God bless you this morning. Again, we want to thank God for our pastor and her absence. We pray for her. We didn't pray for I prayed for her, didn't I? I'm sorry. I just took y'all mama over. <laughs> yes. That be nothing else. We're going to, we got, this is the new year. We got the, the committee. Yes, ma'am. Huh? Meeting, committee meeting on the 15th. Committee meeting on the 15th. Our very first committee meeting. Look at that. It's starting already. <laughs> it's starting already. Hallelujah. Oh, glory. We thank the Lord for. Yes, we, I think we, we discussed that, right? Yeah. Bring it.
bring it to the committee. Yeah. Yeah. And they committed. Of course, you know, we got Mosetta. You know, they got to bring that to a pastor. You know, and make sure that, you know, we just can't just overstep. We just, God trying to get us together. He working on us. He, he moving. And I just thank the Lord. If there be nothing else, we're not going to hold you. But Happy New Year to all my brothers and sisters. I just want to say to all of you, and I'm going to say to all that come come back, I love you all. I love you. You know, I thank God for you, and I love you. I love you with the love of the Lord. love you as brothers and sisters. And I just thank God for just planting me, planting me out in the field. He could have planted me in the city. I could have been a tree anywhere. But God planted me right out here, and I thank God for putting me out here. Man, I thank him. I praise him for it. You know. So let us stand and dismiss. You know, no y'all want to stay here. You know, enjoying the company. There'll be no more announcements. Nothing that we're forgetting. Also, we have to uh, hold a meeting. We got to get this amendment to our bylaws. You know, we want <clears throat> want everybody to look at them and see them. If it's something that that's left out, <clears throat> we want it in there. We want to implement it because we want to be in right standards when they come to us. Because, you know, we just, we all believe in holiness. We all believe in, in right. We still believe that you got to be holy. You know, you have to be holy. Without such, no man should see the Lord, he said. You got to be holy. You got to be clean or righteous. And all that comes through Christ. And so we want to, we don't want to be, you know, caught with our work undone. You know, uh-uh. We want to try to put everything that they say put into play, we want to put into play and let them know where do we stand. We are on the Lord's side. Yes. Heavenly Father, God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord God, for your word this morning. Lord, we thank you, Lord, for the breath, oh God, the wind, the life, oh God, that you are putting in us, Lord. And we pray, God. Lord God, this year, God, not just today, Lord, tomorrow, but this year, Lord, that we begin, God, to activate this word, to begin to speak, Lord God, life, God, to the dry bones, Lord, the dry situations, oh God, the dead, desolate places, Father, in the name of Jesus. Lord, that we will be called, God, the trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, God. That will bring forth life, God, to your people. Lord. And we thank you on today, God. We thank you for the new year, Lord God. We look into you, God. Oh, God, for it to be an exciting year, God. And we pray, God, as we leave this place, but never from one another, God. We ask, God, that you would just watch over us, Lord. Keep us, Lord. Hide us behind the cross. In the name of Jesus, until we meet again, the church say, Amen. Amen.